You're listening to the Dwell on These Things podcast, a regular dose of Christ-centered encouragement to put your mind in a better place. Listen in as Pastor John Stonge shares Bible studies, interviews, training, and some of his most recent sermons. We're glad to have you with us today. You're listening to the Dwell on These Things podcast. I'm John Stonge, and today we have a wonderful guest with us. We have John Schneider. John, his extensive acting career includes the iconic roles of Bo Duke on The Dukes of Hazard, Jonathan Kent on Smallville, and Jim Cryer on Tyler Perry's The Haves and the Have-Nots. As an independent filmmaker, John continues to write and direct and star in his own films, including Christmas Cars in 2019 and Stand On It in 2020. He also co-starred with Reba McIntyre in Lifetime's 2021 holiday hit, Christmas in Tune. In addition to his incredible acting career, John has over 20 albums to his credit and five number one singles on the Billboard Country Chart. It's also worth noting that John co-founded the Children's Miracle Network with Marie Osmond, which has raised over $7 billion for medical research. And his latest movie, To Die For, opens today. So it's a real privilege to welcome John Schneider to dwell on these things. John, welcome. Wow, I'm exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to condense a career into a a single paragraph, but we tried our best. (laughs) My goodness. Oh, my gosh. I've been busy. Yeah, it, it really sounds like, and I have to confess, when I was growing up, you know, I had plenty of Dukes of Hazard cars and toys as a kid. So it's not too often that you get to have a conversation with one of your action figures from childhood. So thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fully posable, right? Fully, fully posable. posable. That's right. All right. Uh, well, well, let's start with with two of your most recent projects, because you, you've certainly been busy. This has been a busy year for you with recording. This has been a busy year for you with filming. And we're going to talk about your new movie to die for in just a second. But you recently also released your latest album, Southern Ways, as well. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that album and what inspired you to record it. Well, I'm a uh, I'm a, a recovering Yankee, right? I'm from uh, Mount Kisco, New York, which is a rural part of New York. But uh, my wife still says I'm a Yankee. Nevertheless, I say recovering. <laughs> so Southern Ways is really what my heart and soul is about. Uh, also, when I was growing up, uh, just before Dukes of Hazard, I was only 18 when uh, when I started that show. Uh, Southern rock was king. Waylon Jennings was king. The Marshall Tucker Band was king. Uh, Leonard Skinner was still around. They hadn't gotten on the plane yet. Mm. Uh, so my, my tastes skew that way. And nobody really does Southern rock anymore. You know, they do this kind of, kind of poppy country. That's, that's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, really neither fish nor fowl, <laughs> but wanted to make this, wanted to make this record and, and uh, put together the music and the band that I thought I had in high school uh, until, of course, I heard the cassette tapes and I realized the band wasn't all that good in high school. And, and uh, this is great. So I'm very proud of it. There's a, a, a bunch of songs on there that are in another film that we did, which was a sequel to uh, Stand On It called Poker Run. Mm-hmm. So there's a song called Poker Run. There's uh, uh, Southern Ways is in there uh let's get dirty which is a song about dirt track racing so before anybody takes offense to that (laughs) 
so it, it's kind of a, it's a mixture. We, we've been putting the music in the movies, doing music very specifically for the movies that we make. Um, and then there's a song on on the record from the Bellamy Brothers. I, I uh, don't usually do covers, but actually there's two covers on this one. I've Always Been Crazy, uh, which was a Waylon Jennings song. And You Ain't Just Whistling Dixie by the by the Bellamy Brothers. Uh, which was a favorite song of mine when I was uh, in high school. So I wanted to redo that, pay tribute to the South, because I think the South has gotten a, a really bad uh, rap these last couple of years, and undeservedly so. So I'm a uh, I'm 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 recovering Yankee, coming to the defense of a misunderstood population in the Southern United States. I love it. I love it. That's a great motivation to record and and some really cool history to hear uh, some of the thoughts behind what you've recorded on there. And on this album, you have a song that I really enjoy, a song called Younger Man. And oh. there there are a lot of young people who listen to this podcast. And I wonder, so as I was listening to that song recently, I wondered what counsel you might give yourself. If you could go back in time to to your youth and offer yourself advice how would you advise younger you? The biggest advice I would give younger me is that life is a marathon, not a sprint. So things that appear to be of vital importance that must absolutely be done by the end of today probably don't. So sit back and, and try. It's very difficult to have a long-term perspective when you're, when you're only 20 years old or 18 years old. Uh, but it gets easier with time. <laughs> it's easier with time. So that's the main thing. You know, I've always been someone that believed that, uh, that, that God was up to something that I, we are part of, uh, not the other way around. And I'm going to say that again. God is up to something that we are part of. So where do we fit in God's plan? Not where does God fit in with our plan? Mm -hmm. And I find that many, many people, myself included, until, I, until that revelation came to me, uh, tend to pray as if we are up to something that God is part of. Mm. That's not how it works. It's my 62-year-old perspective. It's the other way around. So when, uh, when younger man, uh, when I heard Younger Man, it was it's such a beautiful, beautiful song. Uh, and I sing it for my smile, my 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 lovely wife, Alicia. And my favorite line, I think, perhaps of all time is in that song that says, if I was a younger man, you wouldn't have to wander because I'd have found you sooner so I could love you longer. And that to me is is the perfect lyric of any kind. And I'm honored to have been able to sing it. We also have a video. There's a video uh, that we did shot by the same cinematographer that shot uh, To Die For. And uh, it's, it's quite beautiful. So, folks, if, you, uh, if you're interested, just go to Spotify and listen to the song. And then if, if, uh, if you like it, then buy the record or whatever they call it. Buy the download or, right. or uh, you know, whatever, whatever in the world it is. Right. Um, and enjoy it. It's... Uh, it's really good. It's my favorite album. It's the best, the best work I've done in the, in the music industry. Um, and I've been in the music industry a long, long time. Uh, but it, it seems to me as you get, as you get more miles on you, 
I've always appreciated a good lyric, but now the lyrics that I'm attracted to are speaking uh, to the life I've led. So um, get a hold of it. And back to the other thing, if, if, uh, if you're not enjoying your life, then sit down and ask God what it is he designed you to be in his plan. Mm -hmm. Because he, did not, he didn't design us to be ineffective. He didn't design us to be depressed. He didn't design us to not love, not just like. He did not design us to not love what we do every day. Because mm. if we are working, I believe if we are working within God's plan, then we can't help but be effective and enjoy every minute of it. Not mm. to say it's going to be easy. Uh, nothing worth having is ever easy. Right. Uh, no fight worth winning, winning is ever simple. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not, if you're happy, keep going, keep going. But if you're not happy, then I question whether or not you are actually acting within your design. Well, I wonder, you know, even as you're talking about that and, and just the importance for us to discover what the Lord desires us to do and how we could use our gifts and our talents and our abilities. A while back, I remember reading a little bit about the spiritual influence that Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash had in your life. And I have to admit that they are people that I certainly admire and, and uh, have just taken a lot of inspiration from. And I'd love to hear about some of the role that they had in, in your growth and your spiritual formation, even in some of the things that you just were able to share with us. Oh, look, there's John right behind my shoulder. Oh, I see him. Hey, there's John right there. Um, the biggest thing that I saw in John and June uh, I saw humanity. Uh, I saw someone who was not um, not ashamed of their scars. Uh, a real, a real couple, a real guy, a real woman, uh, not pretending to be something that they're not. Uh, and and uh, prior to that, there was uh, that was in the uh, in the mid '80s. Um, lived in California and and. Uh, not to say that Christian, Christendom gave me a bad example, but I did see a lot of people that, that uh, the way I put it is they were trying to be nicer than Jesus. Hmm. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and that I found that to be really unattractive uh, and, and impossible to, uh, to live a life like that. So John and June were real people that looked at life, I'm doing it now, that looked at life with, with a, an expectation that there was something great coming and some work that they needed to do in it mm. right now. So they didn't, I like to say that, that they, had the, uh, they had the weight on the balls of their feet. They weren't this kind of, this kind of person. And we all know people. And if you're one of them, I dare say you need to change this, this part of your personality who sit back and wait for things to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, God, where are you in my circumstance? Well, God is not in your circumstance. You are in his. Mm -hmm. Wait on the balls of your feet. Expect it. Expect great things. And that's what I saw with, with John and June. Uh, they didn't quote scripture. They weren't running around uh, uh, um, 
being biblical scholars, even though they were, mm-hmm. uh, feel a need to impress you with their humility. Mm. Okay. Right. And, uh, and so you got to be careful of that. Got to mm-hmm. be careful. Johnny Cash knew that he was a, he was a tool for God's work on this planet. And he went about that business every day. And if he, if he got off the path, which he did, which we all do, um, he would get back on the path as soon as humanly possible. That makes sense. And he didn't beat himself up for being off the path. You are going to stray from the path. Okay. It's going to happen. Don't beat yourself up for it. Try not to intentionally step off. But if you find yourself off in the weeds, look around, get your bearings, and then take a couple of steps back over. I guarantee you're not far off the path. If you're on it to begin with, and the mm-hmm. big tip that is, do you enjoy what you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and one of the things, I mean, I, it's hard to even say one of the things that you enjoy doing because we we listed some of the things that you've been so highly involved with recording and uh, video production and everything else. And and one of the things that it seems that the Lord's very clearly gifted you to do is not only record and act, but also to write. And so you've been active in writing the scripts for your movies and independently producing some of these things and, and doing some really special things. And your latest movie, To Die For, is available today. And I wanted to spend the remainder of our time highlighting this movie and the importance of its message, because all the press says, this is what the press I'm reading on it says, that it's an intensely patriotic movie, that this is an intensely patriotic movie. And I saw the trailer for it, and I saw that it's uh, uh, just a, you could see very clearly that that's the direction that the movie is going in. So why do you suppose now might be a good time for a healthy dose of patriotism. Well, our flag and our uh, our country from within has been attacked more in the last two years, in my opinion, than it's been attacked ever since its uh, since its inception. Um, we have a we have a. Uh, uh, huh. There's a mindset out there that that grossly oversteps their authority with regard to our freedom, our freedoms, plural. And I've been given, and and with specific regard to people taking a knee to the flag and people burning the flag and people disrespecting, in my opinion, everyone who ever fought for that flag and anyone who remained at home and lost a loved one who was fighting for that flag and not the least of which the folks who have been wounded and come home uh, and continue to live in this great country. So there's a, dis- there's a, people are disregarding what the flag means, what freedom means, and at what cost we have it. So my, my weapon of choice, my skill set, my design, by God is to be able to tell a story that has humor, that has biting sarcasm. I just can't help it. That's my nature. 
and I hope that it's a sign of great intelligence. I'm told by very sarcastic people that it is. Uh, Mark Twain, of course. Um, so, so yeah, please forgive the long letter as I did not have the time to write a short one. <laughs> so that's why there are lines in this movie, like when someone asked me if I got the, uh, you get the jab? And I say, I wouldn't get that shot with Baldwin's arm. <laughs> so there's things like that in it. Um, but at its, at its core, I believe, and you know, when you, when you make a movie, you kind of, it's like looking at the Empire State Building with your nose on it, your nose on the granite, kind of like that. So I am so anxious for people to watch this film and tell me what it's about. What I believe it's about is it is going to empower and give voice to people who, who've been thinking just like this character, but for whatever reason they have been, uh, they've been silenced or they're too timid to speak out. Uh, a friend of mine yesterday said, said, you know, John, you kind of play Archie Bunker in this film, but, but uh, the difference is that I think you're right. <laughs> uh, so he's a flawed character, certainly. You know, has to, you have to have that in a good story. You can't just have someone who is all, all uh, you know, butterflies and puppy dogs. So um, I'm extremely excited about this. I do believe that... For such uh, this, the skill set, the history, the career, all of the stuff that you mentioned, I do believe that that has now met in a, in a confluence of time so that this movie could be made. Mm. I say that because once I, I, I read an, an article in a newspaper about a man who uh, defied a restraining order that said he couldn't drive around the high school with an American flag on the back of his truck. Mm -hmm. so he go to jail rather than uh, adhere to that restraining order. So the lunacy of the restraining order, first and foremost, got my attention. But then the integrity of the, of the man got my attention. And someone in my group said, what an idiot. All he had to do was take the flag down. And I'm thinking, no, what a patriot. What a wonderful example he did, he gave. So from that moment on, I had to write. I sat down on this laptop that we're talking on, and I just couldn't stop. It was like this thing was pouring out of me. Mm. And as that was happening, things were happening in the world that uh, the, the screen just went off as I said that. Uh, things were happening in the, in the world and specifically in our country that just kept feeding into it. So it was, it was like God said, uh, tap, 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 pay attention because I'm about to say something through you that people need to hear. And they're waiting to hear. And no one but you, and it's, this, sounds, uh, this sounds prideful, it's not. No one but you has the platform and the audacity to say it. So... This movie is something else. And, uh, and it's great that you're choosing to be a steward of that. Uh, I, I often think, you know, when the, when the Lord blesses us with an opportunity to, to have that kind of influence, absolutely. This is another, another part of that. This is very difficult to explain. Uh, but I didn't choose this. I didn't choose. This chose me. Um, 
I believe I have the weight on the balls of my feet and I look forward. I expect great things every day. Great things come in, in many different ways. This particular one came in this article that I read. And as I said, then I couldn't stop. And immediately, this is why today is so important. Immediately, the, the, this is what flooded into my, the story flooded into my head. It was easy to write. And then this flooded into my head. This film needs to be out before the midterm elections 2022 so that people will vote, so that they will not believe that their vote doesn't count because people, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people have died and risked or risked their lives to give you the opportunity to fulfill your obligation as an American citizen and vote. So that's a heck of a schedule from inspiration to the movie coming out today was a little less than a year. Mm. That's unheard of. So to me, because we did it, my wife and I and our crew of there, there's no more than 10 people that worked on this whole film. We did it. It's not possible. So it must be a God thing. I'm going to put that on a shirt. It's a God thing. It must be a God thing because we, we have been part of something that really in the entertainment world could not be done. Uh, and the proof is in the pudding because it's out right now today as we speak that's right and the the website to go for uh for the movie is to die for movie.com and and i i want to just ask one final question as we wrap things up today Uh, one of the things that i've noticed and i think a lot about the younger generation i know you do as well and uh, earlier I asked that question about younger man, because I, I you know, I'm a, a parent of, of four young adults at this point now. And I often think about their well-being and praying for them as they what's that? Having a granddaughter uh, uh, mid-November. I'm oh. sorry. I, uh, oh, that's I, OK. I, Congratulations. I, thank you. <laughs> um, and so I, I think about that generation. I think about the generations to come. And I've noticed a distinct difference in things like patriotism among many young people that I have the privilege to interact with. And so as we finish up today, I just wonder, how do you, how do you suppose we can help the younger generation regain a sense of appreciation for our country if that seems to be waning? Well, I have that. I've, I've addressed that in this movie. Uh, we have a young man who has uh, received accolades from the NFL. He's a uh, high school quarterback who took a knee at Friday's game, and he's now on the cover of the local newspaper. Um, and, and I point out from my perspective the, the, uh, the in, in, in incredible wrong that he has done. Uh, he says, you know, why do you care? I have a right to know. It's the first call, the First Amendment, old man. And uh, I said, you don't have a right to know squat. You gave that up the second your knee hit the grass. Okay. And I think when they hear things like that, that they'll talk about it. It'll be a conversation. But we've, we've got to truly understand that our, our information that comes to us through this system that you and I are talking on 
is largely supported by and owned by people of a globalist mentality. And I don't, I don't, uh, I don't hate them for it. I just disagree with a globalist mentality. I'm more of a nationalist. I believe that the United States of America was specifically designed by God to be the last example of, of tangible freedom in the world. I believe that with all my heart and soul. I believe that only in the United States, we are free to pursue happiness as we define it and to follow our design by God. So the United States is, in, in John Schneider's mind, the United States is not just a, just a country. If it was, then why in the world would, would people who are oppressed globally want to come here? This, if I'm right, and this country is the tangible breath of God, then we need to protect that with everything that we've got. Our symbol that shows everyone where and what that is, is our glorious flag. So we must start by protecting our flag. And I do think that this, this film is going, to, uh, is going to give voice to people to have conversations with people in their 60s and their 80s and their 90s and in their teens about these very concepts. Um, Otherwise, why in the world was it allowed to happen in such a short amount of time? Uh, people are talking about this movie. Um, people who agree with it are elated by it. People who disagree with it are enraged by it. That's a sign that you're onto something that God is part of. Uh, there's no milk toast in the kingdom. You know, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end, end with this. I expect great opposition to this film because without that, then it probably, it probably doesn't mean anything. If you don't have, if you're playing basketball, and I don't play basketball, but if, if, if you have the basket, if you have the ball, whatever the ball is, and you aren't double teamed, then you're probably not a very good player and you're probably not a threat to the enemy or the opposing team. So my sincere hope is that this film enrages people who want to burn our flag, who want to disrespect those who have given the last full measure to make sure that it yet waves. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. But I expect it. So no one when, when, next week will know by next week. That's right. And, and uh, you know, this this. Uh, you know, fires go quick. I think this this movie is a fire that, that many people are going to want to pour water on. And that will be a wonderful sign, not a bad sign. Love it. Well, the movie is To Die For. You can find more information about it and watch it at todieformovie.com. John, thank you so much for being a guest today on Dwell on These Things. As we wrap up here, if others want to follow up on all the things you're doing, what's the best place for them to do so? Uh, I have an app called John Schneider, so you can do that. It'll keep you informed about everything. I'm also pretty active lately. I haven't been because of the movie, getting the movie out, 
but uh, my Facebook page is johnschneiderstudios.com. I have, um, pardon me, John Schneider Studios. Uh, my web, my store is johnschneiderstudios.com. Go check out some things there. Uh, I still have Facebook. I've not been, uh, it's interesting to me that I've not been, I've not been uh, taken off of that. So uh, maybe I'm kind of slipping under the radar there. I don't know. Having just said all that about opposition, uh, I get a lot of people saying, oh, John, you shouldn't have said that. They're going to take you off. Of they never had. So uh, maybe, maybe the Lord has blinded Zuckerberg's Zucker <laughs> eyes to my platform. I don't know. <laughs> even they even, uh, I put the trailer up to, to die for, and, and they allowed, you know, we're in a free country, but still they allowed me to boost the post, which means they had to review it. So something, something is up. Something is the wagons are circling as John Wayne would say. So uh, <laughs> I love it. So John uh, or uh, to die for movie.com John Schneider studios.com. Wonderful. Well, John, thank you so much for being a guest with us today. And again, check out the movie to die for movie.com. We know you're going to love it. Have a wonderful day. I appreciate it. You too. God bless you, everybody. God bless America. Bye. God bless. Hey, Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.